everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Jesse and I's new segment called The Disney Bubble, where we interview different Disney influencers each week, and we hope you guys enjoy them. On today's episode, we have Shannon from Second Star Collective. You might know her from Instagram, from TikTok, from YouTube, and we're really excited to interview her. So thanks so much for joining us, Shannon. I'm so excited to be here. I love how you said my name. I'm so used to hearing Shannon and you said Shannon and it made me really excited. Okay. Where are you from? I am born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida in an incredibly Southern family. So, and I am from New York city. I love it. (laughs) Not from a Southern family. I love it. I knew the moment you said my name, I was like, she's (laughs) from the Northeast and I love it. (laughs) Well, we're super excited to have you here. So thanks so much again for joining us. I think Jesse will start off the questions today. Yeah. So what, who, how did your like basic like love for Disney start? I honestly, I love this question because I feel like it's a super basic like Floridian answer because I'm only like, I'm two hours away from Disney. So honestly, it's the easiest place to go to on vacation, specifically like Disney world. Mm -hmm. So that's where we went on vacation every single year, which was super fun. I live on the East coast of Florida. So like beaches are super close. So people that are like, Oh, I want to go to the beach. I'm like, I can do that. Like on a Wednesday afternoon, like we just, we never went to the beach. So like we went to Disney and how it kind of came about. It's definitely from my parents. My parents used to go to Epcot on the weekends or like any night because there would be like family drama happening and they would be like, we just got to get out. Like we got to get out. So they would literally go to Epcot just to get away from their family. And I'm like, I relate because I go there now to get away from my everyday life. So that's kind of how it started. And then what everybody says is like with Disney adults, there is some sort of like psychological side of it, which I freaking love mental health. I love the psychological side of things. So for me, my psychological love came from, I was a competitive dancer all growing up. So I didn't really get to have a childhood. And so now I am in a place where I can finally have a childhood. And so I'm just, I'm living it up. And I feel like, honestly, who doesn't want to be young at heart and go to Disney all the time and talk about Disney? Like, I just, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to ask because I go to Flagler College in St. Augustine, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Stop it right now. Next to uh, Jacksonville. (laughs) You are 20 minutes away from me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I kid you not. You, oh my God. I was just there like last Wednesday. Oh, really? We went to this really cool place. You're, you're going to love it. Okay. If anybody ever comes to St. Christine, there's this place called like the Sarbez lounge or the oh. Sarbez Al- arcade bar. That place is so cool and has such great grilled cheeses that no yeah. joke is like Sarbez 10 minutes from you. So good. There was actually like Okay, this is right off topic. They like tried to save it during the pandemic. There was like a GoFundMe going on for Sarvez. Like Sarvez is amazing. Yes. It's incredible. It's like the best little dive bar. There's legit like arcade games everywhere. Like Maria, you would love it. There's like Pac-Man and it's just like a, it's such a cool environment. Like literally I want everybody to go there ever. 
everyone come to St. Augustine. I like try to get so many people to come down here, but it's honestly a great city. It's great. I love it so much. And I feel like it's like a hidden gem, but I know the grind of like going to Disney and then at like 10 PM, I four to 95. It's (laughs) and I'm just happy because there are no, there are no street lights. Nobody talks about this. Like it is pitch black and it is just you and those dotted lines on the road. It's yes. terrible. Yes. And it's After like a long day at Disney when you just want to be home in your bed and not driving two hours. Oh my God. It's the worst. The worst. <laughs> it's, it's a hard grind, but that, you know, we got to get the day trips in. We so do. I just pretend it's like not happening. And then I see people getting on the resort buses and I'm like, no, same. And then you kind of feel this like internal jealousy. Yeah. You're oh. like, I wish I was here for a few days too. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. That was just my tangent, but I was just excited to have someone that could relate to that. Oh, I relate. So you kind of going off what you just said about like the grilled cheeses and stuff being really amazing. Do you have, I saw you went to the new donut place in Disney Springs, Everglades. Yes have a favorite Disney snack or favorite food or place to eat around Disney World? Oh my goodness. I feel like, well, with everybody, there's, I feel like there are different tiers of your favorite food. Yeah, You know what I mean? And it's all dependent on like what mood you're in. I definitely think my, my favorite experience as of right now that I've ever had dining in Disney is definitely at homecoming. I don't know. Have you guys ever been uh, oh my gosh, their rolls or biscuits that they give out. Yes. Oh, I love biscuits though. <laughs> it's so good. And just like the service there, I'm definitely like a service type of person that if I, I don't know, customer service is just a big deal to me, but that service and then the food that went along with it. Oh my God. It comfort. Yes. It's delicious. And we went for the brunch menu and Wow. Oh. Same. Okay. What do I need to order if, when I go there for brunch, I got the French toast and then my boyfriend got this like open face biscuit sandwich Uh with like egg, ham, cheese, bacon. It was, it was so good. And the grits. Oh my gosh. Oh my grits are so good. That's a Southern thing, Maria. (laughs) Yeah. I I actually don't like grits. I tried them once and I didn't (laughs) like them. It's definitely a texture thing. Like nobody expects them to be like kind of gritty. I mean, yeah. grits. I mean, <laughs> I get it now. Okay. So kind of going off like what we were talking about before, since like you aren't, a lot of people we talk to live in Orlando. And so like, you can't just go there like whenever you want really. Cause it's kind of still like a day thing. How do you go through like what park you want to go to? Or is there like a specific park that you is your go-to? Oh my goodness. I feel like this question is honestly like it's the bane of my existence now with the stupid park reservations. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's stupid, but I am saying that it's stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I do think that they should keep park reservations for like peak times of the year from like here through forever, you know, like through Christmas time, park reservations should definitely be a thing. But like how I do it now, right now, we're recording this during like the spring break time, annual pass holder 
park reservations are so rare to find, especially on the weekends. So at this point, I literally just pick wherever I can get one if I feel like going to Disney. So like tomorrow, me and my brother are going to Magic Kingdom and we chose Magic Kingdom just because we haven't been there in a long time. We saw that the cheeseburger roll cart was up. We haven't seen the 50th anniversary little things on the castle yet. And they're just like a few things that we haven't experienced. So that's how we chose, but definitely my favorite park. I think, I mean, I feel like this goes with a lot of locals. Like I love animal kingdom. The vibes are immaculate. Yes. It's there's just something about like the rap, the relaxation of that park. It just feels laid back. The food is so good. Yeah. I agree. Like delicious. And the rides, like you have some great rides there. Thrill, yeah. but also laid back. Like there's just a lot to do. And I love it. Yeah. I think um, we always talk about this every time my family and I, we go to Disney. We always say the same thing. Like Animal Kingdom is always so relaxed. Once you get over like the Pandora rush in the morning, we're like, yes. it's kind of like everyone's just walking around enjoying themselves. Whereas Magic Kingdom, it's like, Little girls are crying. They don't want their hair to be pulled back so tight. They don't want to be walking in those dresses anymore. That is so true. Pictures with the princesses. It's like people are, it's like a race against time in Magic Kingdom, I feel like. Whereas in Animal Kingdom, kind of just vibing, you know? No plan, just vibes. Vibes. It's just vibes. (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of like secret alcoves there. Like um, our previous guests on our latest, like Phil and Jeremy's latest episode with cast members, one of the girls worked at the um, Asia Tiger Jungle Trek. I don't know the specific name, but I feel like that's kind of hidden. Like, I don't think it's not as obvious as like the Gorilla Trek, you know, right. and it's so peaceful back there and like so well themed. Like that's one of my favorite spots in animal kingdom and like for any sort of instagrammer or like social media person if they want like a fun picture with nobody in it maharaja jungle track mm-hmm. holy moly That's it's over <laughs> by cali river rapids y'all the it's pictures are always so good and i yeah i feel like it's a really cool hidden spot yeah. so yeah um do you have oh, sorry <laughs> my eyes are just like girl you're fine <laughs> it's okay um so wait, Maria, <laughs> you're good, Jesse. It's been a long day. <laughs> I was going to say it is Friday at 7 PM. Everybody, we are just hanging on by a thread. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to ask a question, but it's Maria's turn. Okay. Maria, okay. <laughs> it's been a long day for all of us. Um, okay. I just wanted to know, like, do you have a favorite uh, time of the year to be at Disney world? Like, oh my word. Oh, Okay. Right now, I feel like at this point in my life, I'm really missing Halloween. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the deal is. I started going through my camera roll and looking at all of like my Halloween pictures, but like by far my favorite, favorite time is always Christmas. Cause also I'm a Christmas baby. My birthday is December 22nd. So like that week is just, just (laughs) it's like it's beautiful and just like the Christmas vibes and then there's literally so much to do like Fort Wilderness alone for an entire day to go and see like all the RV decorations is wow stunning the food the gingerbread houses the trees the lights I don't know there's just like extra magic 
the could... snope coming down onto main street like i forgot about the snope gotta... yes that's an out-of-body experience is the snope yeah. you're like wow <laughs> nope yeah i definitely need a i was planning on going to the christmas party this year but it didn't happen so same <laughs> i was like we're in a pirouette it's fine next year next we'll year. go okay so maria doesn't watch marvel movies which <laughs> she hasn't watched any of them that's okay <laughs> But I know, okay, do you watch them? I know you had like a WandaVision, lots of WandaVision content on your TikTok. Oh my God. Okay. Here's the tea with me and my Marvel kind of obsession now. So my boyfriend deployed to Iraq October of 2019. And he, I don't know, we were just trying to figure out like what we were going to do for like date nights when he was in Iraq and I was here. So we were at an eight hour difference and we were just like, okay, he's a huge movie buff. Like he loves movies. He analyzes all of them. Like he'll watch them five times just like for funsies. And I'm like, that sounds like my worst nightmare. I like short stuff. I like TV shows, but he convinced me to watch Marvel movies with him throughout his entire deployment. So he was gone for nine months. We were able to watch every single Marvel movie. Yeah. And that was like our, our date time. So we would in order like of chronological, like timeline order, or did you just pick the random movies? We just picked like randomly, whatever we were feeling that week. And then we just went based off that, but we did wait for whenever he got home so that we could watch Endgame together oh, in person. That's so sweet. <laughs> I was like, that sounded really romantic and like, we're yeah. not a super like romantic looking couple. So like, I felt really cool saying that just now. Well, as an advertising minor, I'm just like imagining how Marvel could like- No, literally. Like an advertisement out of that. <laughs> it honestly, just like the hopeless romantic is living in the States while her man is all fighting for our freedom. And then they come home and watch Endgame together. But like, I hate myself. But like, I love Marvel. Okay, so Maria, tell me, is there like, do you just not want to or are superheroes just like not your thing? Because I know it's not a lot of people's thing. A little bit of that, but I'm trying to get through all of the Star Wars movies first. I see. Yeah, you need to take it one at a time. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go all over the place. That's a little bit too much for me to handle. So I'm getting through Star Wars first, and then I'm going to do Marvel after that. I love that. I feel like Star Wars is definitely harder to understand. I will say that because there are a lot of just like weird concepts that yeah. they make seem like super real. But then like in Marvel, it's like, oh, yeah. Thanos is like a real person. He's not like this weird force entity, you know? Yeah. But I will get to it at one point. And then I'll come back on this conversation and I'll be like, ah, uh, yes. I love it. But Jesse, did you watch WandaVision at all? Yes. Yeah, so I didn't, like, I wasn't feeling it. Like I watched the first episode of the 50s and I was like, I mean, this is good, but it's like a 50s sitcom and I'm not like right. loving it. And so I actually ended up waiting to like seven episodes in to watch it. And I, I think it was a much better binge than it was a weekly show just because it was so weird and like almost to the point that I think it turned people off. 
So I feel that. I think I enjoyed it a little more than other people because I binged it. But what were your thoughts? (laughs) I would say, okay, the first three episodes, I was just like, I don't know what I'm watching, but I was completely like hopeful and trusting just because like Wanda is, she's wild. That girl, like she has a lot of power. So I was literally like, okay, this concept is super weird. Clearly Wanda is controlling people. I feel like I need to keep watching to figure it out. But then episode five, you're literally, you're flipped upside down. And then you're mad that there's not another episode. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I watched WandaVision theories. Did you watch any of those? Well, I didn't because I like waited too long, you know, and then I didn't want it to be, it was a little different, I think, but I mean, it's, I feel like no one would have theories if they just released them all at the same time. Cause you would have known. That's very happened, true. So that's true. But cause I was loving new rock stars. I don't know if you guys watch them now with Falcon and winter soldier. I'm obsessed with new rock stars. Apparently he lives in Jacksonville. Oh, I don't know if he lives in Jacksonville <laughs> or if he's raised here. I don't know. He has some ties to here. So I'm like, love his channel. So he got their theories guys. If you watch any sort of Marvel new rock stars, they get me through my week. Eric right. Ross, amazing. Big Marvel girl. So definitely going to check that out. <laughs> I love it. So the next question we have is not about Marvel, not about Star Wars. Not about it's okay. Back to Disney World-ish. <laughs> but um, so a lot of your content or some of it at least seems to talk about like Disney on a budget and uh, we love Disney on a budget. We love yes. saving money. So do you have any like tips that you think you would share or maybe a favorite like cheaper thing to do on property that you've done before could like give advice to someone going to Disney World? I literally love this. Okay, guys, here's the thing. So I created a Disney platform, right? Right at the start of the Panini Press. <laughs> Not a good move. Okay. Like, you know, you want to create parks content, but then it's like, I didn't have a job for like a good two months of that. And then you're like, what do I do? So then I started like creating all these outfits. And then whenever we got to like December, I left my job in corporate America. So I had to literally figure out how to pay all of my bills and then go to Disney on like, honey, the tightest budget you have ever seen. Like I was ship shopping, honey, all through Christmas, I was doing it. And so that's kind of like where my, I don't know where my perspective shifted on Disney that I was like, you can actually do this so cheap. Like I was getting to the point where I was only spending $35 every single time that I visited. Like Uh, it was insane. Okay. Wait, hold on. Question like going off that. Are you saying $35 with like your annual pass getting in the parks or like just on property? Like you just on on property. I was spending only $35, which I mean with like Disney food and everything that is, yeah, it's dirt cheap. So I, oh my goodness, my biggest tips to anybody that wants to save some coin going to the parks. Okay. For, um, food and everything, I would definitely say to get kids meals. Yes. I just agree with that a lot (laughs) because like sometimes the adult portion is just way too big anyway. Like you're barely going to finish it. You're going to feel like crap after it, unless you do have a larger appetite, which like my boyfriend has the larger appetite. So he always gets like the 
like adult size meals and he's perfectly fine after, you know, but me, nah, I'm good. I barely finish them. So like definitely kids meals. And, um, the other thing was I would buy, not, I would buy water on property. I do buy it, but if you have an annual pass, buy it only in stores. Do not walk up to the little kiosk. Don't do it. You'll get a whole like 50 cents off if you go like into a store because you can use your annual pass discount. That's pretty good. <laughs> or cast member discount. So I would bring like crystal light or liquid IV and put it in my waters. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I didn't have to like buy a Powerade or anything. So yeah, there's that. But then my big girl, like big adult tip, if anybody, it's very hard taking out another line of credit. I completely understand that. You definitely need to consult like anybody financial. I'm not endorsing anybody pulling out a credit card, but the Disney Visa credit card, y'all, the (laughs) points that you get, like I only use that credit card in Disney Uh And the points and the percentages that you get back, like, honestly, the amount of money I get back is insane just because I go so often. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to like put my water here, but then I pay it off. So y'all I'm walking around with a like Disney gift card now with a heck of a lot of money just back in rewards points. Yeah. That's good to know. (laughs) big girl things big girl adult things literally that disney credit card it's great and it's through chase and the interest rates low but you do have to like pay to get it i don't know adult things debit card so i could have the castle on my card but (laughs) i live for that i love that so now getting into more of like the specifically like disney influencer content creator do you prefer influencer or content creator or do you not have a preference so i don't know i think it just depends on the person i'm not offended either way i know a lot of people get offended at the word like influencer but like at some point whenever you get a following you're like okay like i low-key kind of am yeah but for the most part title now you know it's not like right And I view myself as a content creator because that's what like I do and that's what I prefer, but like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, have the like influencer image because like at the end of the day, I'm so normal. Like, you know, I'm not like waking up at 10 in the morning and like not doing anything, you know? Yeah. So how did you kind of like get started? And like, when you started posting, was it like something that you knew was going to take off or was that like you were you just doing it for fun and then you're like oh my gosh (laughs) I I have a really weird journey in the Disney community because I created an Instagram like five years ago and I remember we were talking before this call and I was like y'all I've been through like I've seen a lot of stuff go down in the Disney community because like there's just there's so much that goes down in like years and years but I got into it about five years ago because I was watching a YouTube video. And then these two girls came on like my little recommended list. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll watch it. And they were called something like the pixie sisters, something like that. And one of the girls is Patty who now owns pixie cases. And, um, so she was one of the girls in that little, the pixie duo, whatever. And then from that point, that is when, it all blew up because then all of my recommended lists after I watched that one video, it was like 
the Tim tracker came up and Adam, the woo came up. And then even, Oh yeah. Disney, whenever they were producing videos came up. And so I got obsessed with, Oh yeah. Disney. I love, Oh yeah. M I love, Oh yeah. Scott. I'm literally like, it's an issue. I think Emily is. the Yeah. I think Emily is absolutely incredible. I love her style. I love what she does. I love that she stands for mental health. And so I just found a love for her and just what her and her husband were producing. So I created a Disney Instagram because they had one. And so it opened up this world into the Disney community for me. And from that point, um, I had no plans of like blowing up. I was just like, Ooh, I really like posting Disney content. And like, if this blows up, like, cool, if not cool, but I cared way too much. I don't know if you guys have ever been in that point, like on social media that you just care so much about what is going on your Instagram and what's going on your YouTube and just like blah, blah, blah. And so I created this brand and it was called the Shan camp brand. I felt like I was supposed to create a YouTube channel. So I, I did, Mm -hmm. and it was to show my life and my lifestyle. And one of the things that I didn't feel like was shown a lot online was the particular job that I had at the time. And it was, as we like to call it, I have a theology degree and I worked in full-time ministry. So I worked full-time for a church and it was something that they just like didn't show online. So I created a YouTube channel about it. And, um, I found myself kind of hating the content that I was producing at that point. Like I had a Disney Instagram, but that was pretty much like what my soul content was, was just like, Hey, I'm this girl that works for a church and like, wow. But I really loved spending time and investing in this Disney platform that I just like placed on the side. So, um, whenever we got to quarantine and like when quarantine really started like March of, um, 2020, that was whenever I actually had time to like sit down and think about what I was producing. I got to a point where I just like, I hated what I had online. I hated who I created to be like created myself to be online. So I was like, I'm going to start posing Disney stuff. And so I did. (laughs) And my TikTok name was Shan Cant at the time. My Instagram was Shan Cant. And then legit guys, I don't know what happened. I just like, I stopped giving a hoot about what I posted. Yeah. Who was following me. Like, I just, I don't know what it was like this switch just flipped in my mind. And I kid you not, the moment I stopped caring and I just started posting like whatever, I couldn't believe that people followed me. Like it was insane. And that people liked me online. That's like the biggest thing. (laughs) Even the fact that like y'all emailed me to be on a podcast. I'm literally like, like me. (laughs) Me. You're like the only Disney TikToker that I followed for a really long time. Cause I was like, you know, like an anti TikToker, like, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not the younger generation, so I'm not going to fall into tech TikToks, like, <laughs> right. You know? So that I was very slowly getting into it. So I followed, you're like the first one that I followed. Oh my God. And I love it. I love Disney TikTok. And like, TikTok was definitely what like propelled me into like wanting to create only Disney content on like TikTok and Instagram and whatever. And literally I switched my brand completely August of 2020. It was something like August 4th, something like that. I switched everything to second star collective. And I kid you not the moment that I started doing that things started flowing in that I would have never guessed like twice, like brands want to work with me. I'm like, 
That's so cool. Like brands that I use, I'm like, what the heck? It's just, it's crazy. And to me, I'm literally like, I'm just this weird girl living in Florida. Like I'm in the corner of a room, you know, talking to you guys on zoom. Like, it's just, it's wild to me, but like, I love Disney TikTok. Disney TikTok's my favorite. Disney Instagram is like, eh, it's okay. But like Disney TikTok, that's where it's at. Just because you just mentioned it, like your whole like rebranding kind of thing and how you changed your, like your handle, like to Second Star Collective. Do you have like a background story for that name or you kind of just threw it together one day? I, okay. My whole background on that was that whenever I was working for the church, I got to a point when I was just like, girl, I was so unhappy. And I felt like I was supposed to create a business that would be like my sense of purpose and like my sense of just like, I don't really know just what I really wanted to do. And so I had this like whole branding idea. It was called second star vintage. And I wanted to just buy and sell vintage clothing, like vintage Disney clothing. And, um, and also if anybody wants to use that name, I actually own it in the state of Florida. So you can't, um, yeah, I own the rights to it. Um, so mm, sorry. Um, who knows, maybe it'll come up again one day, but, um, I know people will hear that and they'll be like an idea and a name. It's like, I own it. Sorry. Um, I'm not going to sue, but like, I'm just letting you know, but, um, but yeah, that's where it started. And so I created this whole branding and like this whole thing. And then whenever it got to the point where I was like, I feel like I need to change my name online because just like having something Disney inspired or theme park inspired in your name online will definitely bring you the right audience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So from second star vintage, I created second star collective because where I see this going is far more than just like social media. So collective definitely leaves it open-ended for it to grow, you know? Yeah, sure. And it's like cute. Like I haven't heard too many, like I would think that, I think that's unique compared to other like handles that I've seen. So thanks. And kind of going off of that. So it's kind of funny like that you said that you want to kind of branch out a little bit and do things other than Instagram. But based on like your content that you make, you deal with a whole bunch of stuff like merch, Disney style, food, Disney tips. Do you have kind of a favorite that you make content for that like you're more excited to make than the other ones? Or do you kind of just love them all equally? I think that's a good question. And I've genuinely never thought about it until this moment right now. And I do think that for me, it's just like, I love everything, but the only thing that I'm like, I would say that I'm just not interested in is definitely like, I don't like the news stuff and like, I don't like producing Disney news just cause like, I don't know, the competitiveness of that is just like, it scares me. And yeah, like I, you're not going to be the person on Disney's press release list, you know, so you're not going to be exactly. the person with that information anyways. So right? I like just heard this from this Imagineer that they're going to blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, you didn't, honey. You really <laughs> didn't. Just wait until Disney Parks blog posts it. Just wait. Right. right. So all these people already know. Exactly. <laughs> Wild. But that's the one thing I just gets a lot of hate too. like Walt Disney World News today. I don't know if you know them or like there's just a whole bunch of secondhand, I guess, 
That's yes. People are like, well, this could be a rumor. I don't know. We'll just wait until Disney releases Any- it. Anytime I know that something is a rumor on like any form of platform, you guys can look for my comment. I always say, Ooh, I love the smell of clickbait on a Thursday afternoon when you just, you know, it's not real. Like whenever everybody started posting about like the Tiki room overhaul, I was like, "Mm, I love the smell of clickbait, but it's like, you know, you're making them money because every time you swipe up on their story, they're getting some form of income. I don't know if people know that, but like whenever you visit like Disney food blog and all ears.net and like all these other websites, like they're actually making an income based on your visit to their website, which is a good thing for them, which is why they create clickbait, you know, even if it's false, they're still making money off of you swiping up on their story. So it's a hustle for the money. They got to keep their employees. And they like low-key, like sometimes Disney World News will like take pictures of like strangers and be like, this person's not wearing a mask. I'm like, that should be illegal. Like, you know, why are you taking pictures of strangers and posting them on Twitter? Right? It. Yeah. It's- and I start getting to the point where I'm like, isn't that a violation of like HIPAA law in Florida? I, I don't know if like, I don't know if HIPAA law is different in different states, but I feel like that's against the law. So don't I know. I would think so. And then like people are like, oh, why'd you take a picture? And then they'll like be so aggressive in their like like their comment. I'm like, how are you? How do you have so many followers? Like, who's in charge of this Twitter account? Diz Twitter scares me, which is why I'm not on it. I get so scared of Diz Twitter. You can get ruined on Diz Twitter, like in a heartbeat. I already ruined myself enough, you know, like you're your worst critic that like, I don't need other people telling me anything about myself. Yeah, for sure. So I know you've kind of already talked about this, but um, what is your favorite platform to create for? And maybe just like, why is it your favorite compared to the others? I think my favorite I always go back and forth. I have realized literally within the last two weeks, I had this conversation with somebody. I forget who. I think it was Colleen. I think y'all have had her on the podcast before. Um, I love creating video content. Like video content, I don't know why it's just become this thing that like captures my attention so much. And I think that the platform that I like creating the most for is definitely TikTok. I just, I love short form videos. Like YouTube for me is a freaking hassle. Like, I don't know how YouTubers do it. Like these people, like the Tim Tracker and Adam the Woo that are producing videos all the time. And then even thinking about like Michael K who's doing these like really cinematic videos and he's producing like five a week. And I'm like, I don't know how they do it because it's like full-fledged productions. Yeah. For sure. But I, I love just like having my phone and like sharing quick little tidbits about like the parks or about Disney merchandise or even just like creating funny stuff. Like I have this one TikTok up right now. I had no idea that, the, that it would blow up. And it was just like that little text to speech. And it was like, do you ever just walk into a Disney merch store? You see something you're like, wow, that's expensive. I'm going to put it down now. And it's like, I like creating funny stuff like that. And even just like the community on TikToks, it's a lot healthier and it's a lot better. And we're all like super supportive of one another. 
it just it makes it fun. So I definitely think TikTok. It's definitely more like accessible too. Like I feel like you don't have to like walk around the parks holding out a camera, being very obvious, like vlogging, you know, which I'm sure yes. a lot of people are embarrassed by. Like instead, like you can just take videos like a normal person, but like put your own spin on them and do voiceovers and that's how you make it unique. So I can totally see why that would be oh yeah and even like whenever I'm walking through the theme parks it's really hard to like have your phone in one hand and then your camera in the other and you're trying to capture stuff for Instagram TikTok and YouTube it's just like it's way too much I've thrown myself into panic attacks so I'm literally like whenever I go we are only focusing on TikTok and like that's what makes it fun for me yeah that's awesome do you have like um do you have a plan to make content like or do you like follow trends do you like get inspiration from other tiktokers or like do you hear a certain like tiktok sound and you're like oh yeah i need to make a video for this one or something like that i honestly like everything you just said is everything that i do literally okay i have i got an ipad number one adult things yet again in this beautiful thing right here, I'm obsessed with Good Notes. I have a whole note section on Good Notes of TikTok ideas, stuff that I can create in every single theme park, as well as um, stuff that I can do at home and like Disney style stuff. I mean, I've gotten kind of out of the style stuff because I like creating like Disney outfits, but also the thought of having to buy a lot of clothes kind of stresses me out. Like, you know, I like what I like. And like, if I create a Disney outfit out of that, like cool. But what I have, I have a note in my phone that I get from my, like my note section. And I at least try to grab like two TikToks a day whenever I'm actually in the park. So then it doesn't take away from like my vacation. Mm -hmm. So like tomorrow I'm going to Magic Kingdom. So probably what you guys are going to see from my Magic Kingdom trip is I really want to get one on the um, the cinnamon roll at Gaston's Tavern. Mm-hmm. And I want to share with people like how big that freaking cinnamon roll is, but also how incredibly like inexpensive it is. So that's one thing that I want to show people. And then I also have just like a few other stuff. I want to start rating rides based on like motion sickness for people that have motion sickness in the parks. Oh, that's a good idea. That's really minus. smart. I think that people would love that. Right? That's awesome. Cause my, my motion sickness, honey, it's severe. It is, it's bad, but that, so like, those are the two things that I'm going to focus on tomorrow. So like, as I'm going, those are just the two things that I'm thinking about. But like, even whenever I hear like a sound on TikTok or like, I see a trend that I'm like, Ooh, I can make that like Disney or like, Ooh, I could right? like, there was that, um, what is it? The the song that's like cha 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 oh I love I, I remember seeing your video on my following page I love it I was just like me complaining that I have no friends and literally I sit in my room and I play with my BB queen my little BB8 like it's just it's stuff like that that I just I don't know where my brain goes it just it goes and then sometimes I'm like ooh, that tanked like there are some TikToks, they, honey, they tank, but then others of them, I'm like, what in the heck? I don't know. Why are y'all watching this? Like, you know? Okay. I have to ask a question. And like, I don't know if this is going to be interesting to people listening, but I've always just been curious. So like when you take videos, do you 
where do you edit them? Like, do you edit them on a computer? Do you edit them on TikTok itself? Do you do that, like, in the car ride home? Like, is it, does that make sense? What is your process? It totally makes sense. So it actually depends on like what I'm doing. So sometimes I'll actually film my TikTok in the app. Like if I'm actually going to do something that I want it to be like super staccato or like I'm showing an actual experience, I want it to be in the app. But for the most part, I actually record them in my camera roll. And then from there, I upload them into the TikTok app. And then I let the app like line it up with audio because for people that don't know, TikTok will actually line up your audio for you to like change clips. And then you can like adjust the clip to be like the shot that you want. And that's how I make it like cool, I guess. No. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But I also know that like the reason why I do that for anybody that like cares whenever you actually edit something within the software that you're uploading it, it'll boost you in the algorithm no matter what. So I did not know that. (laughs) Yes. So if you're uploading a reel, it will actually benefit you if you edit it slightly within the app so that the algorithm will see that like, oh, they used our app to edit. We're going to boost this a little more. Wow. Algorithm tips. I I, I'm obsessed with the algorithm. A lot of times, like I I don't play to algorithms that much. Like the Instagram algorithm right now is so dumb. Like they want you to post three to five times a day on your actual feed, 18 stories a day to boost yourself in the algorithm. And then three to five reels a week. What? I was like, you need five full-time employees. Yeah. To that's maintain- why the cast conversations, Instagram's likes are kind of going down because you know, <laughs> we're full-time students. Like- it's so much. <laughs> It's so difficult. Like it, that's why I don't like Instagram. I like TikTok more. Yeah, for sure. Makes sense. Um, Maria, do you want to, do you have any other questions or do you want to go into the classic Disney questions? Yeah, we can start the classic, classic Disney. <laughs> go first. Okay. So your favorite Disney movie. Oh, guys. <laughs> you can do top three if you want. If that makes it a little easier. You can always give us them that option because Phil and Jeremy don't give that option. And like, it's stressful. Oh my God. I would be so stressed out. So it's a little leeway. Like you could pick a princess movie and like a Pixar movie and like whatever you're feeling. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, my favorite movie I always go back to is definitely Hercules. Mm. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. It's just like. The vibes of that movie. I used to be super obsessed with like Greek mythology. It's like, it's so fascinating. But also the soundtrack of that movie freaking slaps. Yeah, it does. It's so good. It's so good. And then on the other hand, my favorite like princess movie that like gives me all the feels is Tangled. Mm. I yeah. love Rapunzel. That's a popular one. Like, I think that's just a solid movie. <laughs> yeah. And Flynn Rider, he's so cute. You know how you have like crushes on like, yeah. you know, cartoon characters sometimes? Flynn Rider is definitely mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, if you have like multiple, that is okay. But what is your favorite Disney song or soundtrack? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one. It's a really hard one. <laughs> Okay, I have two. Okay. My first one that 
is just, oh my God, I can't stop listening to it is the princess and the frog soundtrack. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm like just so drawn to it. I think it just, it sounds really happy. And then it's also on the other hand for like chasing your dreams and like you have it in you, you know, and it's nice hearing that sometimes. So definitely that one. And then also there have been quite a few TikToks on this recently, but like Phil Collins Tarzan soundtrack, he did not have to go that hard. Now we all love it. So yes. He did it for us. And I keep thinking to myself, like, did that man make enough money <laughs> off of how great that soundtrack is? So good. It's so like good. trash in the camp. We weren't ready. <laughs> and then with the in sync mashup, like we, what were we, we didn't even know when we were younger. We didn't. Oh, we had no idea. And now we're listening to this, like, why is this like a whole composition? <laughs> right? You <laughs> listen like- to it in the car. Yeah. You're like, oh God. I think it's so like trash in the camp specifically or like these very like specific Disney songs. I feel like people not to sound like too cliche, but like outside of the Disney bubble, don't really pay that much attention to like when I I went to my college program, suddenly everyone down there knew like super, super detailed things about soundtracks or movies or anything. Oh yeah. Oh, you know this too. Like people at home don't know this, (laughs) like right. An iconic song that, people just don't give enough credit to you can so. finally relate to somebody about like music that you like and like soundtracks that you like literally low-key I kind of like the brother bear soundtrack more than Tarzan but maybe that's because like I have a deep emotional connection to brother bear but the brother bear soundtrack so good <laughs> I haven't thought about that soundtrack in a long time but now that you say it that one is very good as well yeah I feel like it doesn't get as much hype on TikTok but it's also Phil Collins, and he also went very hard. <laughs> but also, something can blow up in 30 minutes. So, honey, you can make the TikTok. Yeah, I would be now. like, y'all have it for it, Jesse. <laughs> Literally, make it right now. Let's blow it up, guys. We can do it. <laughs> I gotta do it. Um, the next question is your favorite or top favorite characters, Disney characters. Like, okay. So are we talking character meet and greets or just characters as a whole? Usually like characters as a whole, like. But I would love to know your favorite character meet and greets because I just love character meet and greets. Okay. I'm very indifferent about character meet and greets. So I'll do that like from the start. I love um, the Minnie and Mickey meet and greet in Animal Kingdom. Oh, that one is unparalleled. I don't know just them in their outfits. So that is definitely my favorite like character, actual character meet and greet. Sometimes meeting the characters whenever they're like actual people, it kind of freaks me out because I feel like I'm talking to a real person and I'm like, but you're not real. So I don't know how to like relate to you. I don't know. Well, you could listen to our character attendant episodes on this conversation. (gasps) (laughs) Sorry. I I No, I love it. Okay. I will definitely listen to those because I need serious help. I need so much help. They keep like, mm, the weather, records, right? But I do think those are very interesting episodes for anyone. Okay. Feel similar. I will definitely listen to those. I need help <laughs> severely. But then my favorite character overall, ooh, I said this the other week and I think it still stands. I super relate to um, Princess Tiana like to a T homegirl, like 
she has dreams and ambitions and goals and she's just like working hard for him. But then like, I feel like we're kind of in the same place right now and like we're getting out on the other side, but like actually realizing that like you have a life that you're supposed to be living outside of like chasing your dreams and like having all of these huge ambitions and huge goals. So like that is something that I super relate to with her, but then also like because you do get successful in a way that like she also needed like encouragement and like needed to actually look at the people around her and see that they're actually great people. And like, you know, I can get super deep with that movie, but like definitely princess Tiana. But the one thing I don't like, I will never relate to with her, honey, I don't do the voodoo stuff. (laughs) I no, ma'am. I will walk the other way. No, no, no. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say. It. Oh my god! But I visited New Orleans once, y'all. Like the that scene in New Orleans, it's like super normal. Like here in Jacksonville, it's like a ooh, what? Like there's some person doing that, like on the side of the road. But like there, it's so normal. Like everything you see in that movie, of course, it's like over dramatized or whatever. Over what what is it like it's a dramatic yeah <laughs> version of like what it actually is but like all that stuff is real yeah that's crazy I'm very excited for like the Port Orleans hotels oh. to open so it's Me like a version of that but I love those ones and I feel and like they've just been closed for so long I completely <laughs> so agree I also very unpopular opinion I am so excited for the Splash Mountain overhaul for it to yeah. be Princess and the Frog, like I'm lit about it. That's it's gonna be so much fun. You know, I'm it's so excited. Like you know, they're gonna do it good. So I, I agree. Like they're not gonna like not do Spl- Splash Mountain justice when they kind right? of the of it. Especially with that big drop. Like if they don't do the soundtrack where it's like, "Are you ready? Oh my god, are yeah. you ready? Like if they don't do that. Or if they're getting to that part and it's like, are you ready? And then it's like the cards, the cards, you know, like. And then he could be like standing where like um, they're like roasting the rabbit. (laughs) Listen, we have ideas. Imagineering, if you need us to hop on a Zoom call, we will. Hit us up. Listen to this podcast. (laughs) We love it. Okay. So do you have a favorite picture spot in on property? Anywhere on property? Oh my gosh. Okay, where do I feel like I need to take a picture all the time? Every time. It's like, am I allowed to say my parking spot number? Because that, <laughs> is that my favorite? I don't remember to do, so honestly. Oh my God, that literally, my camera roll, it's just always that. But my favorite photo spot, I don't know. I feel like it's always just like the icons of the park. Those yeah. are always just like my favorite. Like every time I go into Magic Kingdom, I have to get a picture with the castle. I don't know why. Well, our past, our previous guest, Maddie, she does Instagram a lot. And she said that her castle pictures always get the most likes. So I mean, <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> just the icons of the park. They're so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the next one's a little different, but do you have a favorite Disney influencer slash content creator that you look up to or that you followed and you love the content that they create? I love this question. Am I allowed to say one for each platform? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So the first person that literally came to mind that I would say overall is like my absolute favorite creator of all 
is Michael Kay. That man, I don't know what it is about him, but he creates incredible videos on YouTube and like, he makes you feel like you're genuinely a part of like his life in a way. And like that man is so disciplined. I feel like if he ever heard like any of my, like, like any social media thing that I've ever done or like ever talked about like influencers, it's always like me geeking out about Michael K. So like if I ever saw him in the parks, I would probably freak out. Love Michael K. Love him. And then for Instagram, my favorite Instagram right now. And I really do think with her like sense of style, she's just amazing. She has a very small account, but her account is called Disney with Cami. C-A-M-I. She has a really simple like Disney aesthetic, but she makes it look really cute. And she has the cutest little haircut (laughs) and she just takes great pictures. I love her, her account. It's only at like 2000 followers, but like I'm obsessed with her. And then, um, my favorite TikTok account right now. Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm just like going on and on and I'm like babbling. I love it. (laughs) But okay. Thank you for like, I just, I love freaking TikTok and Instagram and I love social media as a whole. But, um, my favorite TikToker is, I think it's the Max Kennedy, but, um, it's pretty much Max Kennedy. That's so funny. He's on on your show. Yeah. Shut Wait, your I, mouth. I'm like 90%. That's his handle. I'm like, yeah, I'm. It's something like the, I never remember if it's like the Max Kennedy or if it's just like Max Kennedy, but he posts the freaking funniest. Yeah, like, yeah. He was okay. I was like, I know it's him. I didn't want to say that and it'd be a different Max. But yeah, he actually. He was in the college program, right? Yeah. So he talked okay. about being a character attendant. I think honestly, like his episode is just so good. Like, you can just tell like he had, I don't know. So he's so awesome. Like everything about him, like just him as a person. So I'm now going to go back and listen to that episode because I love Max. He is so so freaking funny. Yeah. That man on that app. He's so funny. And do I was like, do I follow anybody else? Does Twitter scares me? I don't like, I just, I don't. Um, but Okay. And then another form of content, I would say a podcast that I listen to like regularly. I love Detour to Neverland. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Detour to Neverland, but they do like storytelling and they'll tell like the backstory of rides and like the backstory of certain ride areas and dining areas. And like, it's honestly like the coolest, like, I guess, concept for a podcast. Like I love it. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely have to check them out. We follow so many Disney podcasts. So. <laughs> there are so many good ones out there. And I genuinely feel like my answer tomorrow for every single one of those is going to change. So except for Michael K, I love Michael K. I stand that man. Um, and then I, okay, I feel like we've talked about this many times, but it's a classic Disney question. You got to ask all the classic Disney questions. Um, what is your favorite social media for consuming Disney content? To consume like yourself, like not creating like you as like a fan. Yeah. I, oh goodness. I do feel like right now it's definitely Disney TikTok. Yeah. Just because it's so unique 
mm-hmm. in like what everybody produces as well as like just the ideas that people have yeah. on that app. Like there's a comedic side where people are finally able to like be funny. And then also like previous cast members are on that app. Like Equity Ben just got on the app and he is so funny. Now that he's not like employed by Disney, he is off the rails and he's producing some funny stuff. And there's even just like cast member stuff and then like Disney style stuff. And like, I don't know, Disney tips, not a lot of like Disney news, but like, honestly, like we don't want Disney news. I mean, we do want Disney news, but like if a news platform were to come out, like, I don't know how that would go over, but like Disney TikTok is so fun. Yeah, I agree. It's super unique, unique voice to uh, social media. I, I was gonna, I was like thinking yeah. about it, but, like TikTok is new, so like these ideas are new versus like Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Have I completely while, agree. So we've content, we've seen that content for, a few and it gives now. power to like the everyday person because yeah. like somebody who doesn't even create Disney content can post something, and then that TikTok can go viral. So like. I'm finding so many different and new people on TikTok that just like, it makes me so freaking excited. All right. Well, Shannon, we've had so much fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for agreeing to be on. Thank you for getting a microphone. <laughs> oh my God. I was telling them, okay, are we going to keep this in the podcast episode? Because guys, I got a podcast mic. Look at this. I got it from Target. If you guys want it, it is the heyday, really cute, like cream and gold thing. So like, I guess I'm like a Disney monster now. Snowball. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you've made it this far, you are the best. But of course you did because this was such a fun conversation. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Well, bye guys. We will see you next Thursday and there will be a guest episode this weekend. So Turn those notifications on. <laughs> Ring that bell, honey. Yes. And and you guys, don't forget to leave a podcast review. If oh, you like this podcast. You feel better than me. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, I know how much reviews mean to people and any yes. type of way that you interact with this podcast helps them out and it helps them get interns like these beautiful ladies. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, in honor of the new series that Maria and Jesse have, we have new merch in our merch store. Head over to storefrontier.com slash castconversations and you will see that original Cast Conversations logo with a mini bow on top. So head over there and check it out.